Being able to still be teachable, anything that we do is to direct people to God. I am a pastor. It's your heart to serve. It's understanding who Jesus is. A smile is really good at hiding. Firing away here with you guys. Whatever your weakest piece, recently brought this in about it. Hello, hello, our Genesis Church, as well as those that are watching and listening to us on uh, all different platforms. My name is Johnny Sierra. I am the worship pastor here at Genesis Church, as well as a host of Thursday Talk. I have with me uh, the one and only, our co-host. What's up, everybody? Alexis, what's up? How are you? Good, good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having a great week. Yeah. Yeah. We had an awesome week this past week. Yes, we week. did. Yes, so we now did. Now we're yeah. transitioning yeah. from that. <laughs> There's a lot more things going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we got to really enjoy a lot of what God has been doing. So looking forward to uh, what's coming up. But before we do, we just wanted to take some time and worship. Um, I know that we've just kind of... Um, we, I know, being a podcast and being in the worship team, you know, everybody's been asking, like, hey, when are you going to do some worship? Yeah. So uh, we wanted to do that today, a little bit a little bit of some worship together. So we've been talking, or we've been singing of a song called The Goodness of God. Mm-hmm. You've been able to, able to lead that one with us, Alexis. How you? Yeah, uh, that one, that song is just one of my favorites to not only listen to, but just sit and, like, mm. just, I guess, in, if you mm-hmm. want to say, um, just it's literally simple and exactly yeah. speaking of, of God's goodness and yeah. couldn't be song. better than it be better than that. It's amazing. I, um, Tim and I kind of got a story behind it. We're, we're in Liberty university. Uh, we're, that, I think that f- Friday morning and, um, and, and just 10,000 young people are just singing that mm-hmm. song and we look at each other. We're like, I, I think this is one of those we got to do. So um, yeah, and it's been it's been a great turnout. I love to bring in new songs that the church is just like so fired up about. Yeah, and this has been one of them, and so and yeah, it's one of those things when we first when we first introduced it. It's like there I feel there was a good people that good amount of people that yeah. knew it because I had an ear out, and the first the first word is "I love you, Lord," and yeah. people were like "I love you, Lord" right after it, and they knew it, and so it's just one of those things that's like, oh my goodness, like. Yeah in awe yeah that's awesome that's awesome so i'm excited let's go uh we'll start with uh we'll start we'll start from the top on this so if you guys know this song with us it's called goodness of god i love you lord Oh, your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God Your goodness is right Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. 
Cause your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Amen. 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 It's such a powerful song. I love that song. So good. got like this small guitar stand um that's like meant for like a ukulele or something and so like i'm like looking at him <laughs> like <laughs> better not fall man i'm gonna be like trying to save it so um awesome well uh yeah i hope you guys just enjoyed some time of worship i want to continue to do this mm-hmm. i yeah, love for it sure. like this is what it's all about and so uh, we got David Gabbard. He's excited about that. <laughs> yes, he's been requesting it. Um, yes, brother, we're definitely going to bring some more worship songs to the table. We have T- uh, Talman Price, too. He uh, he said, good afternoon, uh, be- feeling refreshed and feeling thankful. That's awesome. That's awesome. Really, really thankful for you, brother, praying for you. Um, and, and again, uh, you know, we went right in, but, um, you guys, uh, uh, can find us, uh, in, in all different platforms. If you guys want to fo- follow up on something or chat on or, or look up something that maybe we talked about, you can find it on Spotify on Thursday talk podcast. You can find it on iTunes. And we also have our Instagram Thursday talk podcast available for you guys too. So, um, yes, I'm excited. Any questions, comments, anything you guys have throughout our time together, even as our interview goes on, please feel free to comment below. And we want to, we want to just be in the conversation with yeah. you, um, and continue it with you guys. So today's a special day. We have a, a special guest inter, uh, interview today. Uh, we're interviewing today, Mr. Scott Bowman. He is the worship pastor for Thomas Road Baptist Church. Uh, he's the associate professor of music and worship at Liberty University. Mm-hmm. He's also chair of the Center of Worship over at Liberty University. So, um, yes, we had a really, really fun time talking about life, ministry, um, and family, and all the above, man. So it was, it was great. It was great. So awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, let me get here some things going. I apologies. Really slacking today but anyways um (laughs) volunteer day volunteer day uh alexis man you guys hit a home run you and jenny just really uh set the tone for an incredible celebration with the volunteers talk to us a little bit about about that for how that how was that for you it was a lot of fun so um one of the things we got to do was create a scavenger hunt for um just everyone to find clues around the ministry center for those who haven't been here and even those who have been here didn't know where to find some of these things and so it was just a fun time to like watch and see everybody gets so excited, but also get to just meet volunteers in other areas that maybe we didn't know before or like knew of, like, I know I got to meet a few people and have a few conversations with that. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I just love fellowshipping and just getting to be able to meet people and just like, you know, the people you see every Sunday. Yeah. And actually being able to talk to them. So it was it was so much fun. I'm just showing some pictures here of uh, the of the day. Fantastic time. As you can see, the joy of everybody is just so, so excited for that. Uh, we had a blast, man. We had such a good time. Um, you guys did amazing. You hit a home run on that. So thank you for leading the way on that and really just uh, letting our people know how special they are. Like yeah, you said, they're awesome. we find ourselves busy, and I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. It is hard to, and I want to to sit and conversate with somebody before service or, or even just our volunteers. Like, how are you doing? How's life? How's everything going? And it just gets challenging at times, you know, you're just like, how am I going to do this? And so, um, but yeah, you know, uh, this is our time to be able to, 
uh, just spend it with you guys. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, cool. And then, uh, two, we, if you guys are interested in checking out some of our merchandise, um, you guys can find that over at genesis-church-merch.myshopify.com. You can find it there. We got some really cool stuff. Even uh, hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to f- check out our Christmas merch. Yes. You guys can pre-order it yeah. or order it. One of the two. Yeah, it's so super awesome. Where, where do I look? Uh, you look. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Christmas we also have a green one, too, and then we also have a red hoodie that has this design, and it is by far, and I'm not just saying this because it's the church merch. No, like, I wear it all the time. Like, <laughs> I did not realize how <laughs> soft and cozy these sweatshirts, these yeah. sweaters were, so, I mean, I should have bought more, but, like, that's awesome. it's awesome. Yeah, they, uh, you know, and you're not the only one that has told me that. Uh, multiple different people told me. Man, like you, you, you know, the stuff you guys put out, I just wear it all the time. Yes. Like I wore it every morning this week yeah. and at my other job. My boss was like, hey, you know, it's not Christmas. So I was like, uh, so <laughs> in my eyes it is. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so good. That's so good. I'm excited. We got some really cool shirts too that say mm-hmm. volunteer on it. And so that, yeah. that is, that is great uh, that we have that available. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, we have been uh, in, 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 in the Rhythms of Life series. It's been fantastic. Uh, yeah, I got to speak with Pastor Tim uh, this past weekend on worship over yeah. complacency. If you haven't checked it out, you can find that. Um, everything's available at Genesis Church Orlando to backslash media. You can find all of our stuff there um, and uh, past, past messages too. I really, really just... I really encourage you guys to go check that out. It's, it's, it's a special time. But we do want to hear from you guys. What's your rhythm of life story? How, is, how are these disciplines, right? How are these um, just different things that we have navigated through? How, how, is, how have you been applying them in your life? Like what, what have you done? What disciplines have, have really been a challenge? What has, you know, stuck for you? We want to hear all that because, honestly, we're people too, and we're pu- applying these things in our life on a consistent basis, and we're – we want to hear encouragement. We want to hear all yeah. that, right? And so um, it's just a special time that that we get to share that. So you can find that at our website, genesischurchorlando.com. It's the yellow tab up top. It says share your rhythms of story. So, uh, and we had for, uh, one of my favorite times. It was awesome. We had our night of worship yeah. this past Sunday. And um, tell us a little bit it about was, that, Alexis. It was Wait. a lot of fun. Um, just... Everyone walking in was ready to worship, ready to just praise God, especially after the weekend that we had. So we had like the volunteer, then that message that morning just talked about, you know, worship being an outward expression. Yeah. And so like being able to listen to that message and then go into a night of worship. It was just one of those things like people were ready and fired up and it was so much special. It was a special, special Mm -hmm. time. So, um, let me pull up some pictures here as, as, uh, as you were talking, but man, it is just incredible time. Um, pretty full house too. Mm -hmm. Uh, my boy there, Henry on the drums. He was, he was just slaying it, man. We had such a good time. Helen was just in tears the entire service. She was telling me, uh, it's just one of those moments. We, we got young middle school kids. I'm showing a, a picture of Max Ashler just worshiping uh, and just being in the presence of God. That is that is what it's all about, guys. Just being there and being in, in, in God's presence is special. And I think it, you know, a lot of what we were able to do. Oh, I uh, went too ahead of myself. A lot of what we uh, what we did was, uh, you know, the, the preparation before mm-hmm. the fasting you know, coming together, uh, applying some of these disciplines, uh, that all counts, man. That yeah. all is a part of what God is doing uh, in and through us. And so really thankful for that. Um, yes, today uh, I want to get right to some uh, fun stuff here. Today is uh, national. Let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. Give me a second. National Mickey Mouse Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, for all of our Disney People, all of you guys that uh, have uh, just 
moved your entire lives yeah. to be here in Orlando. This is this is the day. Uh, today is National Mickey Day. It's Mickey and Minnie Mouse's birthday. Mm. Do you know how old they are? I have the answer here, <laughs> but I didn't know it before. <laughs> how, how old are they? They are 93 years old. Crazy, crazy. I know. Wow. Uh, it was, um, I put it up here in my note, November 19th, 1928. Mickey Mouse was born. Crazy. So, yep, yep. Uh, today is also uh, National Use, Use Less Stuff Day. Any, anything you can think of that you can use less of today? Mm. <laughs> no, I can't. Less carbs today? Less junk food possible. today? I don't. I already. I already had chips. Less candy for me today? I already had chips, <laughs> so I don't chips. think it's possible. <laughs> and a cookie. So surprise, uh, Pastor Tim's not commenting here, saying, uh, "Yeah, less candy for you day." So yeah, and today's National Princess Day. Mm. So. I'm going to spoil my two girls, obviously. Question of the day. If you could only have three items on your Thanksgiving plate, what would they be? I asked my wife this question, and she had a really tough time with it. Yes. We want to hear from you guys. Three items on your Thanksgiving plate next Thursday. What are they going to be if you only could choose three items? Ladies first. Uh, I couldn't. He wouldn't let me. <laughs> Your guitar looks like it's slipping. Um, he wouldn't let me choose four because I have the same four things on my plate every year. But if I have to cut one out, okay. I'll t- cut one out. Um, so I'll do yellow rice, um, potato salad, and we have ham. Okay. okay. So those are my three. And then, and then I'm going to say it anyways collard greens my grandma makes like the best greens nice so good sorry but guys I'm, I'm like over here <laughs> moving but, this guitar everywhere. Like, but i know you said three so we can we can cut the the greens out All right. but those are you know i so my first plate always consists of everything mostly mm-hmm. everything um there's a few dishes my my, my in-laws make that you know I, I won't say they know that i don't pick it and so uh, i think they've already realized that I, I don't like it but uh but the second plate is where you usually are honing in on and that's the yeah. roots of what you like and so for me i mean it's just going to be obviously rice beans and turkey i mean i, I just gotta go i gotta go just flat out like easy i it's, love it's, it's simple like a fried turkey you know what oh like a cajun did, did i tell you we had we turkey? had to count the beans as separate? No, because right. in the rice that I eat, the beans are, are included. together. All right, all right, yes. all right. I'll make an exception. Let's do that. It's going to be turkey, rice and beans, but my mom's potato salad. My mom's potato salad? We basically have the same thing. <laughs> it's just I have ham and you, I mean, I do get turkey at home, but yeah. I prefer ham. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So rice, beans, rice and beans, potato salad, Turkey. What are you guys? What are you guys doing? Turkey, mac and cheese. And you notice we we have very similar. You know, it's only. It, it, it's is that it, I was gonna say? Is that yeah. what it is? It is that is. what we have oh, for yeah, Thanksgiving? Of course, of course, of course. One of my best, one of my favorite dishes of all time, um, is Thanksgiving meal dish. Yeah. So even Christmas is a little. You know, it's it's, 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 it's basically it's, for me exa- it's the same thing. <laughs> it's it's the gross. same thing. I have Thanksgiving <laughs> twice. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, my mother-in-law does the ham. She does the ham on th- Thanksgiving, or she does something different a little bit. But um, still, Thanksgiving. And as I've expressed, uh, Thanksgiving is one of, is my mm-hmm. favorite holiday of the year. And so, um, yeah. So when you guys think of Thanksgiving this year, and you're sitting down, you're eating your meal, think about me. Maybe shoot me a text. You know, a couple texts. Just wish me happy Thanksgiving because I love that. Uh, David Gabber wrote ham, sweet potatoes. And broccoli casserole. Mm. Mm, delish. Delish. All right. So, um, yes. So that was the question of the day. Um, I want to get right to Thursday talk yeah. word. And so Thursday's word here today, uh, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, we have our uh, guest, uh, Scott Ballman, joining us today. And he's an amazing man. I had a fantastic time just uh, interviewing him and really uh, getting to pick his brain. But... Um, without further ado, 
I just want to uh, get you guys going on this yeah. uh, interview. So enjoy, and then we'll uh, we'll talk here soon. Really excited about today. We got a special guest that we're going to be uh, interviewing uh, today, and uh, recently got to meet him uh, about a month ago, month or so ago, and uh, just had an amazing, amazing time. And I knew I had to get him on here. There was so much wisdom that we shared together uh, when we ch chatted. So um, I wanted to introduce to you guys, uh, Mr. Scott Bowman. Um, how are you, brother? How are you doing? Doing great, my friend. That's great. That's great. That's great, man. Good to, good to have you on with us. Um, we're just gonna, uh, we want to flat out just kind of know who is Scott Bowman? Who, who is, who is he? Introduce yourselves to, to those that are uh, listening and watching with us today. Yeah, well, um, Christ follower, uh, husband to Jamie for almost 35 years now, uh, father of three children, Kelsey, Cameron, and Kaylee. Um, Kelsey is 28, Cameron is 24, he's married, lives in Charlotte, and then we have a 15-year-old Kaylee. She was our uh, little surprise, late-in-life blessing. We were 42 when we had her, Johnny, so uh, it can be done, all right? Not quite Abraham and Sarah, but, uh, you know, uh, anyway, but I tell people all the time, she's the reason why I'm still working at Liberty, That's you know? Right. Got to get that tuition paid for. <laughs> uh Anyway, uh, born and raised in South Carolina, raised in the church, mom and dad, just uh, godly people, um, taught me the ways of the Lord. Music was an early part of, of my life, um, stood me up in a chair when I was three years old to sing my first solo at a little country church down in uh, South Carolina. That's awesome. You know, the older I get, the more that I just cherish and value my heritage. You know, I grew up in a ministry that just allowed me to exercise my gifts from an early age and uh, whether that was playing an instrument or or singing whatever it may be i love to tell people my mom was a church organist and during our altar of prayer that's where everybody would come to the altar and pray out loud at my church and uh, mom would be on the b3 just kind of laying down the groove you know and uh uh, I would kneel down and I would play the, the pedals, the bass pedals. And uh, even at an early age, you know, just, just from hearing gospel music all around me, uh, I didn't know it then, but I was just, God was preparing me for uh, what was ahead uh, for me. And so uh, right out of college, I uh, jumped straight into the church, serving, uh, serving in a small church in North Carolina. I was there for about nine years. And um at that time, I was doing uh, music ministry and youth ministry. Uh, I'm, I'll be the first to say I don't think youth ministry was necessarily my first my calling, you know. But uh, it was the pathway and to to serving the Lord through what I love, and that is through worship and, and music. Spent uh, almost ten years in Oklahoma before moving to Lynchburg, Virginia, in 2003. And I have been here for, what, 18 and a half years, going on 19 years, uh, serving here at Thomas Road Baptist Church uh, and Liberty University. And um, I love the Lord. I love his church. And uh, it's a privilege for you and I get to get to do what we do, buddy. Yeah, it so is, man. You, you got a lot on your plate, man. And uh, we were just talking a little bit ago, just kind of how you're, you just kind of, maneuver the schedule, making sure everything works and fits. And, uh, and so I, I admire you, brother. You, you got, uh, you got a, you got an amazing job. I'll say that, you know, we, great team, great team around me, man. Yeah. So I, I want to pick your brain a little bit on some, some leadership. So, um, I want to go into our leadership segment here, but, uh, just call to ministry. Uh, how and when did you just sense that call in your life? Um, you know, into ministry, obviously you mentioned your background, but you know, what was yeah. that pivotal moment that you were just like, I, I think this is where God wants me to be. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, I had no idea back in my childhood days, my teen years, you know, my mom, I would, I would travel around singing with my, and my, with my cousins in a trio. And, you know, I can remember a lot of Friday nights with my friends were hanging out, you know, and, uh, I would be out singing it, but my mom just instilled in me at an early age, uh, Scott, if God, if God has given you the ability to, to sing, uh, to lead others, 
when he opens the door, whatever that door may be, whether it's a prison or a nursing home or a, way back in the day, we would do tent revivals and all of that kind of stuff. You know, she said, the answer is yes, you go. And so from an early age, Johnny, uh, my, my mom and dad just kind of instilled that in me, but still doing it vocationally, doing it as a career, honestly, never really crossed my mind uh, until... Late in my teen years, right into my um, uh, uh, college career, being down in Florida, I think maybe a lot of the folks that might be watching this know the grocery store chain Win Dixie. Uh, yes. I was <laughs> I worked at Win Dixie, you know, starting at, at 16 years old, oh, and here, just tried right tried to be a good employee and and work hard and worked in all I, I even cut a little meat you know from time to time but um uh when dixie was wanting me to enter enter management and so i graduated high school and really a little bit of confusion about what am i supposed to do and so i stayed out a year had a buddy that was going to a christian college in Tennessee and came home and he says, Scott, you really ought to consider uh, going to this this school and uh, never even visited. Just I said, OK, God, I feel I feel you're leading here somewhere. And so I, I went, uh, made their traveling team. And it, it's, it's crazy how things just start falling in place. And I think God's God's calling can become more and more clear to us as we as we're obedient with the small steps uh god begins to to make it make his his way known and our path known and that was that was my story and so um finished school and jumped right into ministry and just tried my best johnny to have that open hands here i am god use me how you how you uh, see fit and uh now here i sit uh uh, with involved in a ministry here and, you know, been here long enough to have a, have a, a strong leadership role here at this great ministry. And I, I pinch myself every day, like I get to do this. Are you kidding me? This country boy from South Carolina has landed here, but I think it's just a testimony of what God can do. If we will just say, okay, Lord, I am yours do with me as you as you please and um, just being obedient where you're planted and um, saying yes to the opportunities that god presents to you so that's that's a quick that's a quick story of what brought me to where i am today and that's powerful and, and you're leading your worship pastor at thomas wilkes baptist church and um you're also you're also um, teaching over at liberty as well and um uh, yes associate uh, what was your what was well your my uh recently they made me a chair of the center for worship That's and cool. um so you know in in that role i get to uh, speak into everything from curriculum development to strategic hiring of faculty uh, but i said please don't take me out of the classroom. If it involves taking me out of the classroom, then give give this role to someone else because I just love investing into into the students and uh, awesome. uh, yeah, we, it's we great. Had a little bit of time with some students out there when we were there. Um, I think one of those uh, intro courses that everyone has to take in regards to yeah. ministry. Uh, I yeah. forget what the the, the class was called. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we had a, a, an amazing opportunity, amazing time with with the students, just uh, just talking to them about our um, burning bush moment. You know, what was your burning oh, yeah. bush moment in your ministry? And, and it was like yeah. evident that that's where God wants you to be. And so it was great to to really share that um, throughout your ministry and throughout what God has been doing with you, Scott. What has been like the top three? three or, or if there's one or whatever it's been leadership values that you've held uh, for yourself and has been consistent for you in your time of ministry. Yeah. You know, I, I think I would have to begin with um, valuing people and adding value to them. And that, that begins with respecting the people that you're, that you're serving, that you're working with. Um, truly valuing them and finding ways to add value to them. Johnny, we can do that every day just in our conversation. 
just in sending a text to someone that is just going, hey, I appreciate you. Man, you you crushed it in that recital the other night, whatever it may be. Just a way that you can add value to people because, I, hey, man, people want to be around folks that encourage them and build them up. And they don't want to hang around with people that just seem to kind of drag them down, right? So I would say that that would be... Um, uh, one leadership uh, lesson, hands down, just value people and, and learn how to uh, how to add value to them. Another one is just hard work, hard work. Uh, be willing to um, be willing to do the grunt job, be willing to to serve, um, you know, wherever that may be and uh, lead by example. Uh, that would certainly be one. Um, never, never think that you know it all be a lifelong learner and um and then know that the lord is is our source um you know we i i i'm in the process at the university of training young worship leaders and at at, at early on in their in their career uh, or in their education you know i tell them look we don't we don't need to be green room worship leaders okay we don't we don't need to think here's my talent here i am do your thing and then walk off the stage. No, serve. Dig, dig your heels in and serve. Value the other departments of your of the church and the ministry. And uh, so, and those are those are some. The list is probably long with uh, uh, leadership values, but those are the ones that come to mind right away. Yeah, not at all. We um we spoke yesterday, Pastor Tim and I. We uh, been in a rhythms of life series uh, or a season, what we've been calling it, and. Uh, we talked about um, the rhythm of worship yesterday, and so we discussed how uh, uh, it can it, it, you can easily come become complacent um, uh, with yeah. that. And we we spoke about the story of uh, the woman breaking the alabaster uh, jar, um, and how and but we looked at it in, in in the aspect of the Pharisees and the religious leaders and what they didn't do uh, for Jesus as uh, they didn't welcome him. Uh, by washing his feet, they didn't anoint his head. Uh, they didn't do the th customary things that they were supposed to do. They got complacent um, with right. having him there and, and, and in their presence. And so uh, here this comes this woman. But uh, we talked a, a little bit, and I shared that. I said, you know, one of the two things that you can do always, anybody, no matter what your calling is um, or gifting is, you, you, you can love and you can serve. Like everything. 100%. Everyone can. One hundred percent. And so yeah. by you saying that, it just kind of like, I was like, man, that's exactly what it is. Like it's it's love, it's serving, and it's it's just being the hands and feet of Jesus. So, and a little sprinkle. Yeah, here at Thomas Road, here at Thomas Road, we kind of have this, uh, you know, our our slogan, our saying: love God, love people, and um, that's truly what it's what it's all about. And I'll just you didn't ask this question, but uh, um, I, I I will say this. Uh, the gathered church coming together to worship. What a cr critical part of our worship experience, man. I'm telling you, um, the it's in this, in this, you were talking about seasons of life. Isn't it interesting how life is, and the older I get, the more I realize this life is just a series of seasons, man. Sometimes there's seasons you would just love to forget. There's seasons where you're like, Lord, anytime now you can get me out of this season, you know, but life really is just a series of seasons. You know, I'm, I'm getting ready to move my mom up from South Carolina. My dad passed away suddenly about 12 years ago. And so she's just at that stage in life where it's just time. And I know good and well, Johnny, that I'm beginning to walk into a new season of what it means to honor my, my, my mom honor your father and mother. And um, so life is just a series of seasons. And when we come together as the gathered church, what we as worship leaders are doing, Johnny, we are giving language to people through the songs we lead, through the exhortation, through the scripture, through the prayers that we pray. We're giving, we're giving language to their tears. We're giving script to the prayers that their heart cannot find to pray because they're in a dark season. 
they're in a tough season. And um, so I'm telling you, man, coming to the house of the Lord together as a, a body of believers, it just kind of gives us the fuel that we need to go back out into this to this world and be a light in a dark place, but also just to kind of navigate this thing called life, right? Yeah. yeah, that's amazing, man. It's 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 powerful, and no season is ever a wasted season. You know? No, that's the beauty of it. So, um, what brings you, Scott, kind of the most fulfillment in what you do um, from day to day? You know, just you mentioned being in the classroom and imparting in students. Uh, you also do, you know. You're on the music end, um, seeing, uh, leading many people in worship. Like, what what brings you the most fulfillment and all that? Yeah, that's an easy one, buddy. Uh, I try to be a hero maker, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing other people succeed, you know, because I'm 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 in the classroom a lot, so I'm I'm kind of in that education world, mm-hmm. seeing people uh, succeed, but even in the local church to. Uh, to be a part of equipping people and then giving them an opportunity to, to lead, to exercise their gifts and then watching them do it well, bro, that just, that just puts wind in my sails and uh, keeps me going, doing what, uh, doing what I do. That's awesome. That's awesome. And seeing people and seeing people love God more, you know, I remember being at a conference not too long and they were too, not too long ago. And, you're going around the room. Hey, what was your what was your greatest accomplishment this year? And you know, some of my brothers were saying, "Man, we we wrote this song, we recorded this album, all good things, right?" Um, and I was thinking, like, what what was the biggest accomplishment? And I I said, it got to me. I said, uh, hands down, the the most rewarding moment of my year was on a Sunday morning, right in the middle of our worship, and I turned around and I saw this elderly gentleman, maybe one of the oldest members of our choir. We still use a choir uh, from time to time, a couple times a month, and man, they're they're awesome. They're a worship-leading choir. And I said, I turned around in the middle of the service, and there's this old older choir member, both hands raised. I mean, like, that was just not the norm for him. And to see him going deeper in his love for the Lord, and his expression of it was just like, mm, that's fulfilling, buddy. That's amazing. Yeah. I was going to ask you too. That was my next question was, was kind of that greatest moment for you in ministry. Is, is that one of those that just kind of stands out for you? Well, it's, a, it's obviously a, a memorable one. You know, the, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's been a lot. So I, many. yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not the guy that gets stoked uh, too much with, the opportunities I have to do this or do that. I'm grateful for it, but I don't, you know, that's not a big deal, but seeing other people uh, succeed in, in their ministry and, you know, as part of part of my career here of sending people out to do what you and I get to do and watching them succeed in their in their ministry is so fulfilling. We recently had uh, this is the 50th anniversary of Liberty University. And so our homecoming was in October. And so we brought back a lot of the alums from over the years and many students that had been a part of the uh, traveling teams that I, I was responsible for. Man, my cup was full, buddy, as all of these all of these people come back and just to hear the stories of them serving the Lord and uh, uh, just honoring God, not, you know, not just serving the Lord in the church, but many of them who are just honoring God by the way that they're doing life with their family. And um, yeah, yeah. You you hit on a subject I could talk about for a long time, man. That must have been a special moment, man. Wow. Wow. That must have been awesome. Um, just in all of this time, Scott, like who's been like, uh, obviously you're, you've talked about your mother, uh, being a, a great influence for you. Um, but, but in, in, in ministry and, and just in your, your journey through it, who has been, uh, a big influence for you? Um, it could be one, it could be, you know, multiple people, but is there anyone that stands out that, you know, it's just been monumental for you in your ministry? You know what? Oddly enough, I I don't think I I ever had that like that one mentor who was uh, 
man, he was my go-to or she was my go-to. I've just, I've been fortunate to, to be surrounded by so many godly men and women in my life. And uh, so the list would be long. I, I've been privileged to serve alongside, uh, I've only been at three churches in 36 years. And uh, I love that. I love that. I tell my students all the time, dig your heels in you know, make a difference. And, uh, but those three churches, I served with three, uh, great pastors Four, actually, I was able to serve with Dr. Jerry Falwell for almost five years and wow, what a privilege that was. And now with Jonathan, but I served with pastors that be, that were, were friends and mentors and just, uh, allowed me to make some mistakes and, and learn my way through. Um, some, some mentors are authors who, I've never met, but just write great, great books. And, and, um, so yeah, just a lot. So I don't think there's any, any one or two. It's the truth. It's the same here, man. I'm surrounded by four incredible pastors. It's a group of five of us that, uh, that, you know, really take a lot of, uh, most of Genesis here in different areas. And each one of them is like an older brother for me. And it's beautiful. Really allow me to, you know, you know, they have a lot of grace as far as just letting me learn and letting me grow and it's just been it's been amazing to to have that but you know as you said you know there's just different influences throughout each season of your life of people that that are there to be there Mm -hmm. for you and so some longer than others but they all eventually make an impact for you and right um you're leading you know a lot of different areas your hands are in different different areas how do you find yourself just managing everything um uh, with, you know, obviously time with God, family and ministry, how do you manage those areas and really keep, keep it sacred, those areas that, you know, give it their space? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I, I naturally spin a lot of plates. Um, you know, I, I kind of grew up doing that. So that's kind of the norm for me, but I think I'm, I'm able to manage it. Number one, because I've got great, great people around me. Um, if, if I'm hiring someone to the team, I try to hire right, uh, try not to, to be the cookie cutter. I'm not, I'm not looking to hire everybody that looks like me and thinks like me. And I'm, I'm trying to surround myself with people who have strengths and areas that maybe are a weakness for me. Um, the creating margins is not easy. I don't mind telling you that. Um, but, but I have a discipline that, um, oh my goodness almost 20 years ago now, Johnny, you know, I, I, I've been, I've been a pastor for 36 years and I've always read my Bible and I've always prayed, but about 20 years ago, um, and God really began to just grip my heart about going deeper in that, in that discipline. And so, um, I committed to that and, um, have become an early riser and I get up every morning and spend about 45 minutes, uh, in, in his word and prayer and, uh, other, other reading, because I know if it doesn't happen, then it's not going to happen. Uh, it is not going to happen. Certainly not in the middle of my day. And, uh, if I ever sit down in my recliner, I'm gone at night. So, so, you know, I start my day that way and, um, and, and then just, just do my best to, to or order and structure my, my, my life in a way that is, that is manageable. And I do it good sometimes. And, you know, some, sometimes I need to reboot. <laughs> it's the same, man. If I don't get it done early, it's just one of those things that's so difficult uh, to just, uh, you, you can, it's just, it's a challenge, you know, you, you just got so many yeah. things. I texted my uh, my personal trainer yesterday, and I said, "Hey Ben, I have got I've got a crazy week." And I said, "So I don't have a choice but to come at 5 a.m. Uh, this week." So man, at 5 a.m. this morning, bro, I'm I was in the gym. So uh, God help me. So good, man. I want to chat with you about that, um, and we're gonna get into uh, now uh, a little bit of our fun segment. Just kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, and, and, and just have a little, little bit of a good time with it. Um, okay. so, you know, aside from ministry, uh, what is one thing or what do you, what, you know, what, what do you enjoy doing outside of ministry? Is there anything that, that, that you really find yourself spending a lot of time doing? Yeah, I, um, 
I enjoy golfing. Nice. Uh, don't get to do it as as much as I would like, but I, I enjoy golfing. Um, I like a good hike uh, every once in a while. Now this is going to sound this is going to sound really crazy. So all you guys out there don't don't trash me for this, but bro, I can I can go to a mall and I can shop for three hours and buy nothing and feel like I have disconnected from the world. And it is just so refreshing. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, now, that is great. you know, when my wife goes, she doesn't exactly leave with nothing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, but I'm not saying that that's kind of like one of my hobbies, but it, it is kind of, it's, it's a way for me to unplug. And, uh, but I enjoy golfing. My son's a golfer. And so uh, whenever I get a chance to golf with him, um, uh, it, it, it's always good. He's a real good golfer. He, uh, he, he interned out at Pebble Beach for the U.S. Open. Wow. What was that, three years ago, yeah. two, two years ago when it was out there? So I got to, to go out and spend the, the Saturday, Sunday of the U.S. Open with him out there. That's and uh, uh, That's a lot of yeah, fun. He's, you know, he's when you, pretty much kicking your butt all the time. Oh, my goodness, man. I'm telling you, he drives at about 315, 320. You know, two handicap. So, um, yeah, yeah you get home. He's killing me. He's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Love to watch football. Love to yeah. watch football. I uh, growing College, growing NFL? up and up. What do you lean towards? Oh, all the above, man. Uh, grew up, you know, when when I was a kid, you had the steel curtain. So oh. I've been a Steeler fan because I was I was uh, a kid in the seventies, and so you had your Bradshaws and. Yeah. And you know Lynn Swan and Youngblood and 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 Lambert, the whole gang, Mean Joe Green. So I was a Steeler fan and just stuck with them all these years. I can't believe we tied Detroit yesterday, zero and eight Detroit, and we can't even get a W at home. Come on! Uh, and then upstate South Carolina. You know I was a Clemson fan my whole life, and so it's just been a it's been a good run the last ten years. Tough year this year. Um, and so we'll see what, uh, we'll see what Dabo does with that. But, uh, you said, uh, you said Clemson, right? And yeah. Clemson, yeah. Cam Newton. No, no, no not Cam. Um, no, that's, Jackson. that's pros. The Carolina Panthers, uh, Cam rejoined the Panthers yesterday. Yeah. Right. Well. And Hey man, ran a touchdown on his first touch, that's uh, through another touch. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, Clemson Tigers, that's, that's a college football and i love that and just uh it's it's not Isn't our best the, year this uh, year but quarterback for jacksonville he was the clemson uh, yeah trevor lawrence man he's down there and uh hey y'all hang with him now give him some time all right it's gonna be good he's the real deal okay yeah. <laughs> he's a stud uh i wanted to talk to you a little bit uh i was you know just kind of just re reading a little bit about you and i came across just this this weight loss story uh incredible yeah. one that you've you've been through uh this journey and uh I'm, I'm showing a little picture here of just of just how it was for you um a few years back and then just where you are now and this dude it's incredible man um i'm reading some that says uh, 215 pounds in two years uh, yeah talk to us a little bit about that like what um you know how did that uh, begin what was the awareness of that and then just how how you continue to, to manage that sure sure johnny i from the time i was a young kid man i was i struggled with obesity my whole life um i was active in sports and all that kind of stuff but just always an overweight child and um that just continued right on through my my teen years my my college years uh the fact that i was pretty decent in sports and I could sing, uh, became my, it kind of became my identity and my source of significance, if you will, that allowed me to not really deal with a lot of, of things like depression and stuff that can come with being, you know, obese. I remember hearing the doctor for the first time when I was 15 years old using the term morbidly obese. Um, and I was, I was, when I, when I graduated from college and got married, I weighed 315 pounds, um, and then just kept kind of 
slowly piling it on. You know, I wasn't the guy that would eat two Big Macs and three fries. I wasn't that. I just kind of ate all the time. And uh, anyway, and so I got up to 427 pounds. And uh, I'll try to make this as quick as possible. Um, we had um, Ken Witten, who pastors there in your great state. I think he pastors at Idlewild Baptist in the Tampa area. Uh, Pastor Jonathan was out of town on vacation, had Ken Witten come. And uh, Ken delivered a message that he titled, uh, Getting Rid of Stinking Thinking. <laughs> And uh, I remember sitting down on the second row there, I thought, okay, this will be a fun message. And uh, it really wasn't a sermon, Johnny, about uh, addictions and things like that, but it was a sermon about recognizing needed change in your life and then just having the courage to do it. And man, God was just, um, God was just impressing upon me to just surrender. I mean, really surrender um, this weight problem that I had to him. And man, when he gave the response, I, I went down to the altar and I poured my heart out like I never had before and said, God, this is way bigger than me. And, um, I need your help. And, uh, I got up and I could tell you more to that story about that day, but, uh, I called a local trainer. He was a Liberty grad, uh, young guy. He could, he's young enough to be my son. And I set up an appointment and I went in and met with him. That was uh, July 23rd, wow. uh, 2012. And I began uh, the journey that would change my life. It was um, um, through diet and exercise. I lost uh, 215 pounds in, in two years. Uh, keeping that off for the first uh, three years or so was pretty easy. Uh, to all of you out there who perhaps you've you've lost a significant amount of weight or you continue to struggle with it, I will tell you I'm learning more about uh, about myself, my body, uh, metabolism, aging. Right, I'm uh, I'm 57 years old now, and uh, so I'm not going to lie to you. The last the last two years have been just a battle. Every day is a battle. Uh, it's making right choices. Uh, getting up at 4.45 this morning and driving to the gym to, to have my trainer kick my butt for an hour wasn't necessarily fun, uh, but it was just part of the discipline of just trying to continue to make good choices. And, I, and I'll say this as well, making good choices with your, with your diet is not just for us, us folks that struggle with our weight. I think it's just making good, healthy choices and, uh, Johnny, I try to get it right more than I get it wrong. And uh, I keep battling the same 50 pounds every year, it seems like. But uh, I'm telling you, God changed my life. Um, I'll send you a link to a sermon. Pastor Jonathan in 2015, January of 2015, was doing a um, sermon series on get fit. Get fit uh, financially, get fit uh, spiritually, get fit socially. And then he had me... I do the message on get fit physically. And I just basically shared my story and uh, I'll send that to you, Johnny, and uh, feel free to share that with your, with your viewers here. Um, I was a few pounds lighter then than I am right now. So that's just a testimony of the struggle. Um, but um, I battle it every day, but I give God the glory for, uh, for the life change. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, an area where I've always, always stayed pretty disciplined with, um, um, prior to my kids uh, being born, I com competed competitively as a bodybuilder and, um, mm -hmm. just had that, that, you know, moment, you know, and really had time when in, in that nutrition and physical, uh, fitness arena. So that's, that's, that's really something I, I enjoy a lot. Um, Are you doing CrossFit these days or? Um... No, no, no. My trainer's last name is okay. Cross White. Okay, okay. And so uh, no, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I could compete that well with the CrossFit world. Yeah. And that's pretty, that's, that's pretty serious, man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I would, I'm too, I would get hurt. <laughs> I would get hurt. <laughs> Jacob's ladder is plenty for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great, man. Uh, that's phenomenal to see that, and I hope that encourages somebody that's listening today. 
uh, that it can be done. Uh, it doesn't mean it's easy. It's consistent, um, you know, and it's just creating that rhythm and that pattern in your life to, to constantly, you know, yeah. just know your body's not going to feel like doing it. Um, but you have to press, your, you know, with the rhythms of what, what is going to keep you, um, healthy and in a good, yeah. good mind and a good setting in your life. And so, um, and by the way, that's, that's not Kool-Aid in this cup. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my fist stick from Arbonne. All that's right. Great. With my water. So, awesome. uh, awesome. you know, <laughs> um, one, is there, uh, we're wrapping up here, uh, with a couple more, but is there one random thing that, uh, people just don't know about you? I know you mentioned the, the three hour, uh, <laughs> uh shopping uh thing thing you like to compress i hope that's not what people remember from this interview you know okay man the dude likes to shop (laughs) that's that's great um is there any like random thing that people maybe maybe many people don't know about you wow um that's interesting bro i i what would that be um I don't think so. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a, there's a, a whole list of things like I've never had a broken bone and all of those kinds of things. Uh, you know, that's, that's good. That's not that interesting though. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to kind of leave you hanging on no that worries. one because no, nothing not really, you, nothing you, you really comes earlier. to mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to go into our uh, rapid fire segment. It's a new segment that we've added into our interviews and, uh, this is basically uh, just um, just uh, simple simple answer questions, uh, this or that type of thing. And so um, I'm going to fire away at you. So uh, summer or fall, Scott? Fall. Uh, mountain or ocean? Ocean. Music or podcast? Music. Favorite genre of music? Would you would you crucify me if I said country? Not at all. No, <laughs> not at all. That's great. That's really good. Uh, Chris Tomlin, by the way, has been putting out some really good country country stuff. Hey, yeah, he has. He has. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Oh boy, uh, coffee. Okay. Book or movie? I probably have to say movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, movie theater or a Broadway show? Mm. Theater. Okay. Um, beach or cabin? Oh, cabin. Mm. All right. Now you said mountain earlier. Okay. <laughs> uh, but man, when you throw the cabin in there, I just yeah. get a little relaxation. Just oh, yes. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Favorite holiday? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it has to be Christmas. It has to be Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Favorite food? Well, you want an honest answer here? When I, when I got this, when I got this, uh, went on this health kick, you give me a, some wild caught salmon and broccoli and I am a happy man. Dude. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Cook that up tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you uh, pumpkin spice or, or uh, pu- uh, peppermint mocha? Peppermint mocha. Oh, nice. Okay. And last mm-hmm. one, uh, texting or talking? Talking, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Now, I could I could expound I could expound upon that because I send about two hundred texts a day. But uh, anyway, I'm I'm a relational guy, Johnny. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. You know, it's it, I, I can find myself texting more, uh, but it's uh, it's different with talking. Like it just becomes more uh, meaningful, you know. So, mm-hmm. but man, uh, Scott, man, I really appreciate you just spending some time with us. It was great to just get to know you uh, and the ministry side personally. Um, it's just been phenomenal. I'm, I'm so thankful to have you, uh, in, as a, in a part of my life, uh, someone that I can just reach out to, um, and really be able to just pick your brain on some things. And, uh, you know, you, you've had a lot more years than I have. Uh, and so it's great to have that opportunity and, and, and that person that you can 
lean on uh, through the many challenges that I'll face through, you know, in the future yeah. of, of, of ministry. And so uh, thank you for that, man. Thank you for spending some time with me. You don't know how much that meant to me. Uh, yeah. Just um, setting aside that moment to be together. And so hey, I value your friendship, buddy. Yeah, I value your you. friendship. Thank you. And so if you don't mind, Scott, would you just close us out in some prayer and we'll uh, go from there? Absolutely. Lord, I, every time I just reflect on my story of um, how you have brought me to where I am today, I am just in awe of your grace and your mercy and your love. Lord, the steadfast love, it never ceases and your mercies never come to an end. Great is your faithfulness to us, Lord Jesus. And I am, I am a living testimony to your goodness and your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, what a joy it is to be here with my good friend Johnny and this great church. And I pray for all of my brothers and sisters who are tuned into this podcast. Lord, I pray that uh, their walk with you will just uh, deepen. Lord, their love for you and love for people will just increase. And God, that uh, you would do a great and mighty work through this great church. Uh, Lord, I pray for uh, your protection over this pastoral staff, Lord, that uh, your Holy Spirit will just fill them as they lead this church, Father. And I just pray that uh, great days ahead for this for this uh, this congregation and the ministry that they have uh, there in Florida. Lord, uh, all praise and glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen.